Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. And we got guest host Jeremy Lalonde here. Hi, I'm Jeremy Lalonde. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to jump in there or not. Hey, I, I, no, that was our bad. Yeah, you okay. Can, you can jump in whenever you want because tonight, this is your show as well. You're the guest host. Oh, guys, I wish I, I would have brought something like another person. Alas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't bring anyone. Okay. No, not yet. We'll find. We'll find out. Maybe yeah, I we'll did. Find out. Maybe I just have someone in my pocket that I'll, I'll whip out. Oh, oh. I like this oh, mystery oh, that oh. we've got right now. Uh, Jeremy, it's great to have you on, especially because uh, you, the last time you were on here, you just got done filming a movie. I did. Um, and now that movie has been released. It is. It's out the, we've birthed it. I, I had the first birth, uh, having having shot it after I talked to you last, and now the afterbirth of it being released. <laughs> it, so you get both births. It's beautiful. I re- I remember uh, I remember yeah. the uh, sclusies that we were getting about the movie at that time. Now I've seen it. It's true. I know. Uh, I know what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. Go. It's uh, James versus his future self. It is now out in Canada on uh, on on VOD. It's on iTunes. It's on Shaw and Bell. It'll be on Rogers and Tellus very soon. Um, we were supposed to have a big fancy theatrical release, but then uh, the world shifted, and so we shifted with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything uh, shut down. It did, I mean, yeah. I mean, for uh, the listeners that haven't watched it yet, uh, you got to watch this thing right away. It's an amazing movie, and it's so funny and charming. And uh, yeah, Daniel Stern's amazing in it. I know another person that's amazing in it. And we I actually do too. Cleopatra Coleman. She is fantastic yeah. in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's great. <laughs> Are we talking about somebody else? Yeah, I think there's someone in your pocket. Oh, is it I do not have Tommy Amber Perry in my pocket, but I can check. She's small. Sometimes she hides deep. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I think it's Jonas Turner. He's in here. Let me just whip him out of my pocket real quick. Oh. Here he comes. Oh, I can I can't breathe. It smells disgusting in there. It's mostly just vegan cheese. I'm in sorry. It, it, oh. it was Jonas and vegan cheese inside my pocket. Uh, that is the worst introduction I've ever received. Thanks, mm. thanks everybody. <laughs> I'm glad we could all work on that together. <laughs> that was my third birth of the evening. I, I birthed. Uh, as my Jonas was the third birth that came out. <laughs> well, Jonas, thank you so much for coming on. Glad to have you here. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. Uh, I didn't have much else on the plan <laughs> sheet for tonight, so this kind of worked out well. It, it's uh, it's always nice to hear, like, thank you for having me. I had nothing else going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, the world's in lockdown, so that's, it's that's kind true. of a good time to yeah. get guests <laughs> for your podcast. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's perfect. Um, so, yeah, you were the, uh, the star, the star of the show, James versus his future self. This is uh, titular James. The yes, yeah, you're, the eponymous. The I'm the eponymous James. You're the James. Is that your hip hop name? <laughs> eponymous James. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> uh, but uh, this yeah. isn't uh, your first movie that you've uh, worked on with Jeremy. You, you guys are uh, doing everything together. 
Well, that's right, because I, uh, I managed to manipulate him into casting me in uh, two previous films uh, <laughs> against his will. And uh, I'm very proud of my abilities. Uh, that's how I've got most of the roles that I've played in my, uh, my storied career. It's by uh, blackmail, bribery, uh, just general manipulation. And uh, it's gone well for me. I'm taking notes. It's nice to know that that works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. You have to go to some pretty dark places, but it's worth it. Yeah. Jonas still sleeps okay at night. It's because he has no soul. Mm. <laughs> well, they're overrated anyway. Yeah, who needs them? Agreed. <laughs> but yes, it's my third movie Jeremy and I have done together. Uh, and uh, it's been a lot of fun working with that guy. He's, uh, he's a fine director and a lot of fun to uh, co-write a movie with, let me tell you. Oh, the times we had being oh. in separate rooms. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, how, uh, how was that experience? Because you're, uh, you wrote this movie, and uh, it's, it's almost uh, social distancing before social distancing you were doing writing this movie, right? You were uh, in uh, separate areas. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. We never wrote in the same. We were never in the same room writing over each other's shoulders. We we passed it back and forth, uh, and that's how it. Uh, that that was our process. Uh, that's I. That's the way I usually co. I've written co-written with a few other people on other projects. Jeremy has too, and uh, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, I mean, we would get together at key points where we were brainstorming and breaking a story and that kind of stuff, just because it's a bit easier. But once you're getting into the nitty gritty of writing, the last thing you want while you're second guessing yourself is someone staring over your shoulder, watching everything you type. It's just, it's not helpful or healthy, I don't think. Not productive. Yeah, so uh, Jonas, I want to ask you a little bit about yourself here. Um, so you're an actor, you're a writer, you do, you do it all. What, um, uh, what got you started in this industry? Oh, well, uh, I, I was an actor first and foremost before anything. I, I just love, that's my, my passion. That's my dreams. I love to act. I love to be in front of the camera and, uh, I like to find that magic between action and cut um, but when I was a kid, I didn't know that that was a thing. I grew up in Winnipeg and I did not know that movie acting was a thing you could do in Winnipeg. But around the time that I was in my 20s, they started shooting a lot of stuff in Winnipeg and they didn't have actors. They didn't have a system. There's no agents. There was one woman doing casting for all these American shows that were coming up and shooting in Winnipeg. And she had to go out and find actors. So she came to like my Fringe Festival show. And afterwards, she approached all of us and said, oh, you guys are great. Do you want to audition for TV? And we were like, <laughs> do we? <laughs> yeah, how do we do that? And so she kind of had to teach this whole community of stage actors how to rein it in and audition for camera. <laughs> and, and just by sheer luck, I mean, we, by the num- not luck, but the, just by the numbers, there wasn't a lot of actors. There was a lot of stuff shooting there. So I kind of got pulled in that way and, and really loved it and just kept nurturing and developing it and then eventually came to Toronto. Can I ask a, fo- a follow-up question to that of Jonas? Because I'm curious about this. How many people of that group are actually professional actors? You know, that's a, a great question. Um, we, we, we just restored... So we did a... I, I shot a film in, in 2000 called Inertia. It was like a Winnipeg dramedy, really low budget. It got into TIFF and did really well. Won an award at TIFF. And I just re-watched it last night 
because we've just converted it finally to digital so the world can see it. Um, and I'm watching it and the other three leads in the movie are all friends of mine from Winnipeg who are in that world. And they're all still working. Um, oh, good. Yeah, they all, all of them live in, well, two of them live in Winnipeg and one of them lives in Montreal, but they're all still working. So I think the ones that, that kind of had some success at that time kept going and and these are fine actors and so i think quite a few of them are still not not a lot of them have moved to toronto or are you know playing leads on a lot of them are still in winnipeg cobbling together theater and you know a guest star on the tv show that shoots there and then a local indie film and that kind of stuff but that's a great i mean that is a fine fine life and they have really impressive careers yeah, that's giving millions of fringe performers hope right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You too could uh, could stumble into a film acting career. <laughs> once once the fringe festival is allowed to operate again, that is. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Don't don't do fringe play right now, and no one will come and see it. <laughs> yeah, I started one in the back lot here, but no one was yeah, coming yeah. around. That's really creepy. Yeah. You can get a you can get a fine for that right now. Hmm? Oh, I didn't set up any chairs. <laughs> no, but the neighborhood kids came and started beating him up. So <laughs> he got ticketed for gathering people. Oh no! Uh, it was yeah. It was just me doing Shakespeare in a tent, just a camping tent back here. Um, but to get into a spookier note here, Jonas, we need to know: Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, do I believe in ghosts? <laughs> oh God! Um, I mean. I haven't seen one yet. Uh, I, I, t- I typically only believe in things that I've seen. Uh, so I guess I don't believe in God. I don't believe, I don't believe in ghosts. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm stumbling through the question because I don't really know. I, I guess I don't really, haven't really formulated an opinion either way. I, uh, I could certainly be convinced if that's your goal right now. I think you've got me halfway there. I'm starting to really come around on this ghost thing. <laughs> yeah, I just so, asked so you're, you you're, one question and you're almost to believing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Jonas is agnostic. <laughs> <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I don't believe as well. I don't think any of it's real. I think it's a bunch of hokey BS. Um, there's no evidence to support it in any way, shape, or form other than terrible anecdotes. <laughs> but that's that's just how I feel. Okay, about it. here's um, I I think I've, I'm formula as I'm thinking about it. I'm formulating an answer. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I I don't believe in ghosts per se, but I, I I do believe in 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 energy. I do believe that there is a. I don't believe that there's an afterlife. I don't believe that that our spirits float around and haunt people. But I do believe that we are we are energy, and that when we die, our energy in some way um, lives on. And and I don't know what I mean by that. I don't think that there's like a blue wisp uh, that joins the other blue wisps. But I but I I do believe that the energy of a person lives beyond their physical life. And so maybe when people talk about ghosts, maybe that's what we're talking about. Some kind of energy that that prolonged and continues to uh yeah so without getting too uh hokey or uh, flaky that's where i'm gonna go <laughs> but that's just but that's just science i mean our body literally turn like decomposed yeah. and turns to something else but are you talking yeah. about like our soul and our ideas more of a metaphysical energy than the literal energy yeah that yeah body produces is what you mean i think yes yeah, yeah. I, I i think i'm i'm saying combining them too because I, I scientifically we are in we are energy of course but then you know then our body shuts off and everything 
everything breaks down and decomposes, but some of that energy remains. And I, and I, I can say that because of having, I've never had an interaction with a, 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 a dead person, but I've had dreams about uh, people who have died shortly after their death, years after, decades after their death. And I come out of that dream and I do feel that there was some presence of them in the dream. And, and, and I do believe that their energy, some piece of, the, of their energy has, has lingered with me, stayed with me psychologically, karmically. I don't really know. Uh, but I, I, so I guess I kind of do believe in ghosts then. Yeah. I, guess. I, yeah. I mean, that's very similar to uh, my opinion on it. I believe in like energy. And I think that uh, the way that um, like ghosts, if we were to call them that or whatever, um, I think that they make you empathize. I think you feel their energy. And that's when you get like dreams of them or you uh, get these striking uh, feelings of emotion in certain areas. Um, so that's kind of like where I lie in the whole matter. The only time I've ever felt energy was when I was 12 and I plugged in my Game Boy Advance SP and then I got shocked from the outlet. The <laughs> only time I've ever felt this energy that you're supposedly speaking of. Hmm. Well, I, I believe Dr. Egon Spangler would want to refer to them as, as spectacles. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think that's what he calls them. <laughs> the specters? Is that what specters? Yeah, spectacles are glasses. Spectacles. Yeah. But uh, I had this experience where, uh, when I was living um, at uh, an old, it was an old place, and uh, I was in a relationship at the time. Uh, but uh, both of us would have this dream of this uh, person, uh, this woman, crying at the end of the bed. Right. And every mm. time it was um, just her. <laughs> yeah, it was it was her. But both of us would have this dream about this same person and I wasn't talking about it. And then one day she brought it up and it was exactly what I was seeing. And I saw this like orb at the end of the bed once when all the lights were off. There's no windows. It was a basement apartment, no windows um in that room. And I just saw this glowing orb at the end of the bed one day but we were both having the same dream about the same woman that was always crying. And there was just a, a almost a striking of sadness when you would go into that room. And you well, that, got that. the fuck out of there. I hope yeah. <laughs> get <laughs> out. Yeah. I was in that basement apartment and it had nothing to do with spirits. The feeling of sadness in there. I <laughs> <laughs> it was the, it was it the feeling of a crumbling relationship. <laughs> No, I don't think that was a, a problems there. Ghost I don't know if it was a dream you have, Cody. That was what we call memory. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I, I would say if something like that, then obviously that would change my perspective on everything. I my my I have a young my younger brother is not a flaky guy. He's not a spiritual guy. He's like a science. He's a he's a computer guy. He's a gamer. He, he's and he's very practical. And he has been sharing with me since he was very, very young that he sees things and that he sees energy. And he's not the kind of guy that would make that stuff up. He's not, look, he's not an attention seeker. He just shared it with me at a young age that he sees stuff and it's in the form of energy. And he often, I've been in rooms with him, you know, where he's shared with me what he's seeing right now. And yeah, he's totally, he's very, he doesn't have a, he's not a mentally ill guy. He's like really stable and, and I don't think he's making it up. I mean, there's no reason to. And so I do believe that some people have experiences like that. I haven't had one. I've, I mean, I mentioned this when I was on the podcast last time, but I've had a number of just weird things that I can't explain over the course of my entire life. 
that it's enough for me to go, there's other shit out there that I can't explain. So it's not definitive proof by any means, but it's enough for me to go, yeah, I've seen enough stuff and, and been in areas like there was a, uh, an old historical house in the town where I grew up that where the one bedroom, if I went in there, I had a distinct feeling I was not welcome in that room. And uh, I remember once being in that room and the person that like ran the place just saw my face change when I came out of it. And she's like, yeah, you're not the only person that feels that way in that room. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, that room's creepy for some people. Mm. And so that kind of thing. Also, you know, we, the farm where uh, it's kind of our, our second home is, you know, it's, it's been my wife's family for hundreds of years. And I distinctly remember when my, my son was like one or two years old, he would, uh, we, we, when he got up early, I'd get up with him and on a number of occasions he would laugh at something and point at something in like the other room. And then his direction would change as if something was walking around him and he was pointing and there were, and they, they often say, you know, animals and children can see, can see things we can't see. And it was just another, like they happened on a regular basis enough to make me go, there's something that he's interacting with or, or notices that, is clearly around him and that creeped me the fuck out. But also yeah. I got the sense that this thing is not uh, harmful in any way, whatever it is. Like it's not malicious. Like he seems to be enjoying it. So I assumed it was just like a relative. And then when I told my, I, I didn't tell anyone about this for a long time. And when I finally told my father-in-law about it, he said, what room does he look to when he first sees it? And I was like, it's always over there. He's like, that's where my, that, that used to be a bedroom in this house. And my great grandmother, that was her bedroom, and she died in that room. Oh, right. well, how? Because this is terrifying to me uh, when kids uh, when kids see ghosts and they're interacting with something. And uh, like Damien always says, imagination. But this is terrifying to me. Yeah. How do you react as a, a father in this situation? Because you said you that it was creeping you out, but like, what were you doing in that moment? Were you trying to get out of there? Were you? No, he was sitting in a high chair. We were just at the dining room table and I just noticed this and I kind of just let it go because I'm like, it's early in the morning. Maybe I'm just, I'm sure I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm reading into this more than, than, it, you know, he's one and a half years old, whatever he's, he's, he's a baby, but it happened more than once. And then I, when I finally brought up my, I don't know, I wasn't creeped out of it just because I got this, because I did believe that if it is like, you know, a member of the family, I felt like it was probably was this person that my father-in-law brought up and clearly it's not a malicious thing. Like he, it didn't make him cry. He wasn't right. screaming over it. It wasn't like knocking shit over or rattling things or like making me feel like I wasn't welcome in the room. Cause right. I remember that feeling of being in that room in that old other older house. It was like, that room was like, every inch in my body was like, get the fuck out of this room that you do. You're not supposed to be in this room. Where, so I, I, you know, I never felt that. So it was just one of those things that it felt a little kind of creepy and weird, but I never felt any, I didn't feel any malicious intent. So I kind of, you know, and also it's our farm. I don't want to not be here. This is a great place. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's a little haunted by nice relatives, what, what am I going to do? We're not here full time. They can, they, you know, we can share the house. They can uh, babysit for you. That's that's exactly it. Well, I went on to our old friend McLean's.com or .ca for some Canadian ghost stories here. And uh, I read one about uh, the Mackenzie River ghost. Um, and it says it's one of the old, oldest tales of haunting in Canada, dating back to 1850s, and was once wildly or widely known in Europe 
Um, Augustus Richard Pierce, a fur trader and Hudson Bay post manager, died at 33 at Fort McPherson in the Northwest Territories, extreme north. When his frozen body was transported to Fort Simpson for permanent burial, a ghost voice could be heard ordering the party on march, and the voice said, walk, driving the sled dogs mad. Wow. Uh, just, just a story about some guy harassing dogs and then blaming it on a ghost. Uh, that's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, McLean's uh, says that this is uh, one of the spookiest ghost tales. Right. I, I didn't find that particularly spooky. It wasn't even really much of a tale, to be honest. I, I was far um, more terrified by your sad apartment, Cody. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> You should submit that to McLean's and say, I got a better one for you. Well, yeah, they ranked this one number one, too. Wow. So here we are. Mm-hmm. A guy in the water yelling march at the dogs and mm-hmm. run. Mm-hmm. So there it is. Maybe it was a guy angrily reading the calendar. I got nothing. It's a terrible story. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily for McLean's, we can save them because we have a story of our own to tell. We all drew positions beforehand. Uh, Jonas, do you want to reveal what you drew? Uh... What did you call me? A swing? Yeah, the swing. That's correct. So that just means I can I can just fuck shit up and do whatever I want. Yeah, no responsibility exactly. at all. But you got to play like the improv rules, right? Oh, so I gotta, know. Yes, <laughs> and yes, and blah blah bullshit, bullshit, yeah, yeah. bullshit. I yeah, mean, I within reason, you know, you got to play along in the story at least a little bit. And Jeremy, what did you draw? Uh, also, swing. No responsibility within the story. All right, and I got the celebrity. The celebrity means that I draw the button on a random celebrity generator. It's going to give us four options, and Damien has to appear as that celebrity at some point in the story. You're not stricken to that character, but you must appear. Who do we have today? Uh, So you have Natalie Portman, Mm -hmm. Anne Hathaway, Tom Hanks, and Howard Stern. (laughs) Okay. So uh, Tom Hanks, very topical. Yeah, he he hosted SNL last night. From his it, living room, from his uh, kitchen. Oh wow! You guys didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. I didn't. Uh... Oh, oh! They did a full episode of SNL last night from on Zoom, and oh. uh, Chris Martin was musical guest from his stu- from his studio, and Tom Hanks hosted from his kitchen. Uh, and he's got Corona right now. Well, well I think he's, he's he's recovered. Oh, yeah. he's recovered. Yeah. He he had it at the outset, so if he's not recovered yet, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it'd be a good time to to big himself in the, you know during this kind of situation. Ooh, he might be more yeah. susceptible. Did anyone watch this? I'm fascinated by this. Was it terrible? I, I watched the. Uh, <laughs> I, I I tried to get as much as I could online, and what I got was the first seven minutes of the show, and you know the the opening music, the montage. It's like Keenan, where you know the Kate McKinnon. So they each shot their own version of that in their homes. So instead of like at a cool bar in New York, looking over and like waving, it's like Kate McKinnon, like making pancakes and like feeding her dog and smiling at the camera. Yeah. Um, It was very clever. The band played the theme music. They each played their instrument from their homes and it was all cut together. And then Tom Hanks did a awkward monologue like from his from his kitchen it was it was fascinating just as a thing to look at i didn't get to see a single sketch though beyond the opening yeah. title sequence in the model what does tom lying? hanks kitchen look like uh it was like surprisingly not as swank as you'd think it was my my wife and i were not were commenting about that when we watched it 
I feel like it would feel like a very like uh, upper class castaway kind of movie. <laughs> Watching Tom Hanks do <laughs> Yeah, uh, by himself and yeah. trying to amu- amuse us. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Um, was it live? Did they or? Yeah, uh, no, I don't. No, it wasn't live. No, oh, they pre, so it pre, wasn't, pre-recorded it. It was Saturday night pre-recorded. They called it Saturday Night at Home. Was the name of the episode? Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. I drew the narrator. And with the narrator, <laughs> we're going to go to canigeta.com to get a location, relationship, or a word in order to start this story off. Um. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, we're talking about a lot of different locations, so I'll do a uh, location here. Morgue. Morgue. Well, that's kind of perfect. Wait a minute. It, it randomly generated morgue not knowing that we were using it for a spooky story? Uh, uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Does that happen frequently when you guys uh, do that? There's some George, weird suggestions. George, sure. wonder, so Jonas probably doesn't know this. He probably didn't listen to the episode that we did. So right after we just wrapped shooting James Versus, when I did the episode, guess what it generated? I don't know. CERN. What? It generated. That's, that's crazy. Bonkers. Yeah. Wow. All right. This uh, this generator. CERN just being uh, where the large yeah. hadron collider is. Yeah. No, no, it's 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 like a main like it's it's mm-hmm. it's discussed heavily in our movie. The yeah. the the yeah. Behind, behind uh, the large hadron collider. So it was such a weird coincidence. And then we anyway, we, we had about a I month. digress. We had about a month or two where every other week it just suggested bimbo. So <laughs> that's great. All right. Well, more, more, more is a great setting for a spooky story. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a bit on the nose, but <laughs> sure. We'll take it. <laughs> well, we'll take you there now. Oh, I've owned this morgue for a long, long time. Oh, since the 1800s, people in my family have owned this morgue, but here we are. 2003, and I'm still running this bad boy. Running it to the ground, that is. I can't get through all these paperwork. Oh, my God. What the hell is going to happen? I don't even know who's spending all of this money. Uh, honey, honey, <laughs> uh, sorry to bother you when you're doing your books and your, yes. and your accounting for the evening, but I, I, I just wanted to show you the, the new car that, that I purchased for, for the family outside. It's a, it's a, I think it's called a Lamborghini. Wait, what, wait, car? Yes, honey. How am I supposed to get to, to, to Barbados for my vacations? But how is that a business expense? Well, I, I'm there uh, meeting people who will eventually die and they'll need to be placed somewhere before they're buried. Well, I guess put the, but at least put a business card in each hotel lobby, you see. Honey. Daddy? 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 Yes, yes son, come in. Can I put the makeup on the body again? Uh, yeah, just don't overdo it, okay? Supplies are very scarce right now. Oh, honey, back to bed and, and finish your beluga caviar before you go to sleep, honey. Thank you. So there my son went off to the morgue to put some makeup on the body. Honey, go check on go check on Billy. <laughs> I'm sure he's fine, but I guess yes, fine, fine. I'll do it. Oh my God, what is Daddy? going on? Yes, yes, son. Why are the lights off? Why is there hair where there's not supposed to be hair? <laughs> I don't have hair on this part of my body. I'm going to turn the lights on, 
And I just hope that you're not into something you're not supposed to be into. Just click the lights on there. A flash of light is heard and seen. (laughs) There's a a woman's head in the arms of the child. Was this supposed to be attached? What did... No, yes, put. Where did you get that from? Or did you rip that off? Hey neighbor, I was... hey neighbor, I I thought I heard a light. Is everything okay? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I just these damn old lights. Yeah, they just yeah. loud. It oh, woke you up, huh? Tell me about His it. His head yeah. is heavy. Can somebody take it? Oh, um. I don't know why you're talking about head in there with your child. <laughs> no, that was my child that said it. It was a child's voice. Yeah, I, I'm saying with your child. Well, I don't know why you guys are talking about it in there, but, uh, but daddy, daddy offered to give me head, but you can have it. Huh? Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, 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 no. no <laughs> listen, no. I, I'm I'm just gonna go make a couple of phone calls. Uh, just try and keep those lights down, okay? Do you want some head, Mister? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm okay, little boy. Thank you. Uh, did, did you need some, uh, did you need some help in there? Is it, is everything okay? No, I just have this head I need to get rid of. It's heavy. Okay. okay. Put the head down. All right. Where should uh, I put it? Just back where you found it on the body. I'll put it beside this other head I found. Wait, how many heads do you have there? Oh my. Got, there's at least four. Oh my God. Why are you just... You, I trusted you to put makeup on these bodies. Well, I, it's easier if you take the head off first. Yeah, but we have to... These need to be dressed for the funeral. It's tomorrow. <laughs> I just do the makeup around here. <laughs> bring, 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 bring. Yeah. Bring, 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 bring. Uh, sorry, son. Just a second here. Hello? Hey, Mike, listen, you got all those bodies ready for the funeral. I mean, we really want this thing to go off without a hitch. And I swear, if one head is missing from one Daddy, body, I don't remember which heads go with which bodies. I'm going to lose my freaking mind. <laughs> Just a second. This is a big contract. Mr. Jacobs. Yeah? We will get these bodies uh-huh. or your family members sorry Listen, i know it was a tragic bus cruise accident that killed every one of my family members except me i know it's very sad and it's been very hard on me that's why i want to make sure that this thing is perfect we're televising this you know yeah i understand yes we want to make some money to make sure that people can make sure that i'm set for life you know what with all the sadness of losing my whole family in a bus cruise yeah, accident. How much money do you make exactly for televising this? Well, I mean, with the distribution rights and then syndication, I think it could be quite lucrative. Plus, I got a huge inheritance when everyone died. <laughs> Thank you for divulging so much information. Oh, no problem. Now, you better have those bodies in the way that they were mangled and then cleaned up nicely with fancy makeup. Yeah, uh, uh, yes, sir. They'll, they'll be there. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock, sir. Yes, of course. Okay. Billy! Oh, no! Uh, Honey, um, don't go in there. I just went in to check on Billy to make sure that he was finishing the Don Perignon beluga caviar I gave him for his evening snack. And, well, all the heads have been chopped off the bodies. There's a bunch of bodies in there without heads, and the heads are just rolling around like bowling balls, and Billy's covered in blood and, and semen. 
Seaman, God damn it, how? Daddy and mommy, daddy and mommy, I have good news and I have bad news. Okay, start with the, maybe hit us with the bad first. I found a match for the heads and the bodies. Okay. Except one of the bodies is gone. Okay, that's not good. So I just put two heads on one body and it's pretty cool because they were twins. So it's okay. So a, a twin. One of the twin girls is gone. The heads look the same except for one's a girl and one's a boy. Oh, this is very bad. Tomorrow's the biggest account of our lives. It's the Jacob's funeral, and we have all of these bodies, and none of them have heads. They're all in the wrong bodies. I told I you not to let Billy in there. Oh, dear. And, and I, took, I took the downstairs hair off the, off the big man, and I put it on the upstairs face of the girl so that what? it would match. Billy, Billy, you need to understand. This whole Jacob's account could save us. Yeah, that's why I made the I used the downstairs hair. Oh no, there's pubic hair on the faces. Oh Billy, what have you done? Bring 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 bring. Oh, Billy, just bring, please, bring, nothing bring, more. Bring. I gotta get this. Hello? Hey, Michael, listen, I, I wanted to remind you something here. Now, my family is very proud about their pubic hair. And the last thing that I would want is for any of that to be shaved off or altered in any way. Okay, yes, of course. Okay. No, that shouldn't be an issue at all. It better not be. Okay. If I see one pubic mound not covered in a thick, hairy bush, then I am going to be pissed right off. Yes, Mr. Jacobs, of course. Deborah, you're not going to believe what I just heard. Oh, what is it now? He wants the pubes intact. Oh, I knew it. I just knew it. We're ruined. We're absolutely ruined, honey. What are we going to do? Well, there's one thing we can do. Well, there's a couple things. We could glue the pubes back onto where they're supposed to be. Oh, I hadn't hadn't thought of that. That's a pretty good idea. Mommy and daddy, mommy and daddy. Oh, not you again. God damn it. It kind of smells in the room because I took off the downstairs hair, and I put it in the fire machine. Oh, oh no. Now oh. there's no pubic hair to replace onto their bodies. It's even worse. It smells like burnt downstairs hair, which is worse than any other hair I've ever burnt and smelled. Oh, we've got problems with this child, honey. We have got behavioral problems with this boy. But I have good news. Okay. The, the, the boy who lives next door... Yes. His upstairs hair, it's this thing called a fro, and it looks like the other man's downstairs hair. So I know where you can get more downstairs hair from an upstairs head. So we have to shave the head of our neighbor. Billy, that might work. That's yeah. A pre- that's a pretty good idea, Billy. I'm, I'm, I must admit, that's a good problem solving. Good job, honey. Now, here's what you're going to do. Oh, I want I, you- I, I'm going to take his head, uh, uh, and then I'll bring it over here. Okay, fine. I wasn't what I was going to suggest, but here's a hacksaw. You're going to need this. You're going to need this bucket, and you're going to have to work fast because sewing a head off, as anyone knows, is a lengthy process. I don't need the hacksaw. I just use my teeth. I'll be right back. Bye. Now we just have to worry about finding that body that's missing. Okay. I'll, um, I'll look upstairs. You look downstairs, and uh, if you see anything, just scream. <laughs> Sounds good. And there they looked, Billy running over to the neighbor's house. 
sneaking in through the window. Ding dong. Oh, someone's at the door. I better go get it. Hello? Uh, excuse me. Oh, <laughs> uh, what can I do for you there? Why is your son biting my son's neck? Uh, oh. Um, I don't really know what to say. Uh, that's, not my, that's not my son. That's the neighbor's kid. Who are you? Well, I'm Mr. Mr. Anderson. I, I live at 123. You want the guy at 125. I'll be right back. All right. <laughs> I'm going over there, I mean. All right. And there he went. Well, I guess we'll get back to the paper. Ding dong. Uh, he- hello? Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Why is your son biting my son's neck? I oh, oh uh, listen. Uh, I uh, there's a perfectly good explanation. Is he doing that? Oh, is he doing that again? Is this a thing? Well, I mean, yeah, he's been off and on doing it. We've been we've been punishing for um, yeah, we've been punishing. But we give him a grounding. Excuse me, Michael. I'll handle this. Hi. Uh, hello. Yes, I'm the 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 matron of the how of the home. And and um, if you're asking about our son Billy biting your son's neck, well, um, I'll just have to explain. <gasps> Quick, help me stab him. We have to kill this man. He he's on to us. I finished. But I finished doing the bite on his son. You want me to do the bite on him? Oh, he's dead. Now we've got. The, I've got it. We'll use the dead body of this neighbor whose son's head you just bit off we'll use that for the missing body and the son's afro for the, for the, pubes. For the pubes i yeah. never said afro yeah. hey neighbors wait oh, you well, looks, looks like you guys oh okay <laughs> looks like you guys got a fresh shipment in today huh wow uh, you know i just had a guy come by say that your son was biting some kid's neck uh, i just was coming to check up on that everything okay over here <laughs> Uh, stabbing, stabbing him. I'm stabbing him. <laughs> Here's Thanks. another head for our collection. Oh. This, this is getting out of hand. We've, we've murdered three people to, call, to solve this problem. Yeah, we got a lot of extra bodies now at this point. We have a lot to work with, that's for sure. But what, what, what we're missing right now is time. We got, we got to get all these Mommy bodies inside. Daddy. Mommy and Daddy. Yes. Yeah, what is I, it, Billy? My tummy feels upset from all the blood that I drank. Go sit on the toilet. Okay. All right, we got to get these bodies inside, Deborah. Come on. Uh, ugh, they're heavy. They're so heavy, and I'm an old, weak, frail woman. All right. Well, we'll work together, each one. Just a one, two. Ding dong. Oh. Uh, no, not again. I'll get the knife. Hello? Yes? Hello? I am the health inspector. I'm just doing a routine inspection on all morgues in the city. And it's 11 p.m. Well, you know what? But there's a lot of morgues and there's a lot going on. I just have to get, I just have to just, just tickety boo. I just got to tick off all these boxes. Oh, hello, sir. Yes, I'm the matron of of this morgue. Um, If I could just have a word in private with my husband before we allow you inside the premises. Now, now, may I ask you a question, ma'am? What? Is there a yes. reason why you are covered in blood? Oh, that's tomato juice, silly. I, I was sprayed earlier by an angry skunk, and um, everyone knows you have to bathe in a bathtub full of tomato juice. Mm-hmm. Takes a lot of rinses. 
lot of wrenches. <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, I, I have to have a word in private with my husband. Okay. I'll just help, let myself down into the basement of the no. morgue while you're having your word with your husband. Oh, God. God almighty, stab, stab in the stomach, stab in the neck. I'm killing you. I'm killing you now. No, Deborah, we don't have to do this every time. Uh, but he was going to catch us and red-handed. I mean, look at me. I'm covered in blood. Deborah, you have to think about it, though. Catch us doing what? We have dead bodies in here. We always have dead bodies. Mm, mm, it's the perfect cover. It's the perfect cover. Well, that doesn't mean we can start killing more. Hello? Uh, oh, my husband, no. he's the health inspector. He was supposed to call me on his lunch break, which was two minutes ago. You haven't seen him, have you? I knew this was the last place on his, uh, on his rounds. Well, uh, sad news about your husband. What? Uh, he died. He and, died? And we're a morgue, so we got brought, he got brought to us. How did it happen? Well, uh, I don't know that. I don't know. Kind of <laughs> I, I killed him. I no, no, Deborah, no. I stabbed him just like I'm going to kill you. Stab. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Oh, I've got a problem. I just keep killing all the new characters. Okay. Maybe we just uh, lock the door and don't answer it anymore. No. Oh, that doesn't seem right. People are going to come looking for her now. Well, it's... It's 11 p.m. Well, 11.05 now. And we have until 7 a.m. to get these bodies ready. All right, let's get to work. <laughs> I built this city. Oh, please turn it off. I told you I hate Starship. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Well, we needed music, I thought, to pump ooga, us up. Chaka, ooga, 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 chaka, ooga. That's better. I like yeah. the, the Reservoir Dog soundtrack. I can't stop this feeling. And there they went, sewing up each body, putting all of the heads on, putting, dressing them just right. But they haven't heard from their son in a while. And no mishaps have happened. Where could he be? Still in the washroom, perhaps? Well, well he did have a tummy ache. <laughs> uh, maybe to go check on him, Deborah. I, I'm worried. He hasn't fucked this whole thing up in a while. Very well. I, I am his mother, and I love him so. <laughs> I'll just... Uh, uh... Honey, are you okay in there? I think my body's going through changes. Oh, it's time we have the talk, Billy. Yes, your body is going through changes. Can, can mommy come into the bathroom? Yeah, and I can show you the changes. I'd like to see them. It's an important part of growing up. Okay, I'm, I'm coming in now. My teeth have these fangs now. I can't see myself in the mirror anymore. Okay, um, just just wait in here. I'll, I'll be right back with Daddy. I like the taste of blood. Uh, honey? Uh, yeah. Um, I think I've realized um, why Billy hasn't come out of the bathroom. Uh, what's going on? Why? Well, he's Tom trans. He's transformed. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it was the blood, right? I guess so. He drank, uh, he, he drank all that blood while he was sawing off heads and, and pulling pubes. And, and, and now he's, he's turned into some kind of demonic creature. He's got the fangs. He's got fangs. 
Yeah, I have a whole book on this thing. <laughs> Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bring, 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 bring. Bring, 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 bring. Uh, yes, hello? Hey, listen, I, one more thing I wanted to make clear. I know that when, when you prepare a body, you drain the blood, but if you use a vampire to drain any of my family members' blood and they come back as vampires and ruin this whole thing for me, I'm going to be very upset and you won't get paid. Very oddly specific request. Very upset. Did you? And you won't get paid. Okay, just wondering if you heard anything that would what cause you to say that. What do you mean? Okay. Yeah. Well, no. You just see you later. I think it's a very reasonable fear to have. Yeah. No, for sure. We would never. Especially after your family dies under such unusual circumstances as a bus cruise accident. Mr. Jacobs, we would never uh, do anything to say that. You you better not, because if you we want this to go smoothly. You won't get paid. Okay. We need to get paid. And I'll give a bad Yelp review. Oh, no. That would be our only one. Remember, 7 o'clock. You know what? 6.30 o'clock. Okay. 6.30. No, that's even sooner. Bye. (laughs) Deborah. Yes? It was a very odd phone call that was very specific. He said that he didn't want any of the bodies to turn into vampires. Oh, no. I mean, hey, look, look. Oh. Disappearing all over the house. I can turn into a bat. There's a bat in the living room. (laughs) It's our son. Stop hitting him with a broom. Get it out. Get it out. If it gets in your hair, you can't get it off. Okay, 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 okay. Son, you got to come down. No, I don't have to. What? Son, don't you understand? Everything I'm doing, I'm doing for you. This business is going to be yours. I want more blood. More blood? When I'm good and dead, you'll have all the blood you want. Feed me, Seymour. Feed me now. Son, please. That's my fault. I showed him the entire filmography of Rick Moranis last week. Oh, you know he's not ready for that. Okay, listen, son, I don't know what happened. You must have drank vampire blood. Somehow, I guess you became a vampire by killing a vampire. You accidentally got one or something like that. That's got to be it. I don't know. All, all the people that were dying on the bus, they all had the teeth like this. They're, they're awake now downstairs. Oh, no. Oh, no. All of the bodies have come back to life as uh, vampires. Also, they're not very happy. Okay, there's someone knocking on the door right now. I don't know whether we should answer that because the mother's just going to kill them. I put the heads back on the bodies, but I put the wrong bodies in the wrong heads. But I I got the downstairs hair back on the the downstairs parts. Wait, when you took this? I used the semen to make the sticky... To make oh. it attached. Oh, that was very resourceful, honey. Yeah. It's, it's good, yeah. Wait, son, did you know there were going to be vampires? Did you do this on purpose to stop something? Or did you just... No, no reckless. Okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, yes, sorry. Hello. Hello. Um, I wanted to come talk to you. My son has something he wants to apologize for. Apparently, he beat your son this afternoon. <gasps> he pictures okay so the bodies downstairs are vampires that's how you became a vampire but also you were bitten by a vampire that's how you became a vampire vampire what are you talking about 
<laughs> Sorry, I guess I'm, that's on me. That one's that on daddy, me. Daddy, I, I I have a sneaking suspicion. Maybe don't invite this man in. Well, uh, yes. Can I come in, please? Uh, no, you you can't come Not in. Not even for a little glass of milk. <laughs> Glass of milk. I need protein. No, no. Sorry, we're vegans. Get it, I think you, he's a Jew. I, he sounds like a Jewish vampire a little bit. Like maybe he's from the New York area. <laughs> well, I changed my mind and let him in. <laughs> what does that make a difference? Come, uh, fine. Uh, I guess my son says you can come in. Okay, thank you. Do you wow. want to have some garlic? Like just about had some garlic bread. Oh, okay. Okay, you're okay with that? Wait a minute. You're okay with it? Nom, nom, nom. Oh! Uh, no, honey! Uh, 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 Billy! I, t- I told you, I said we can't feed him garlic bread every day. It's going to kill him. And now yes, here we are. Before, that was before he was a vampire, though, honey. If I knew he was going to be a vampire, I wouldn't have stopped. Off the kitchen with garlic bread. I'm just saying that just feeding him every night, it was inevitable to happen everywhere. Anyway. Oh, he's going to have a bad stomach ache now. Uh, son, you just lay down here. Sorry. Sir, is there yes? any reason to still be here? You wanted to apologize for it? Just apologize to him then. Well, I was hoping maybe you would invite me for dinner. Uh, dinner? Yes. I, we got some garlic bread on the table over I there. I apologize for my son biting your son, and all you do is bring me in and watch him get sick. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't kind of rude. I think this feels like death. Hmm. Oh, son, just don't look into the light. Just keep going away from there, okay? Or wait, are you supposed to go I, to the light? All I see is darkness. I'll go towards the darkness. Yeah, go towards Hello, the darkness. darkness. That should be good. Okay. I. Oh no, my son is definitely dead. Deborah. Oh yeah, he's dead. All right. What are we gonna do? Well, it, it actually solves a whole bunch of problems for us. I know it's sad because he's our son and everything, but the fact that he's no longer with us to complicate situations for us, I, I, I think this might actually be a benefit to the family. And I guess if we're paying for one less person in the household, maybe we can keep this place open a little bit longer without the Jacobs Hello? account. Hello? Oh. Hello? Hello? Yeah. What's, what's that sound? We're in the basement. Oh, we cannot open that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those are the vampires? Hello? Hey, are, I- you, are you a vampire? I... I- I don't. My head is no longer attached to the body it was this morning. Oh dear! I have some strange. T- I don't know what's going on. Can you please let us out? What's What's the pube sitch? Are those still hanging on? Did the glue work? It's not glue, but it's sticking there somehow. Oh right, that was yeah. It's the, se- it's the semen, honey. It's, it's the, the semen. semen. <laughs> I apologize. Oh god, another phone call. Hello. What the hell is going on? I just got an Instagram notification of the heads of my relatives. They're all having an Insta story right now about it. What? I thought I told you. Don't let them come back from the dead. Oh, honey, is- I think we're trending on Instagram. Finally. This is very bad. This is very bad, honey. 
Hey, I'm look, sorry. I found the filters. Oh, no, now they're wearing cowboy hats. There's uh, funny mustaches. <laughs> Mr. Jacobs, isn't it better to have your family still alive? No. Me personally, I just lost a son. He died. It's not better. Okay. I'm getting better. Oh, oh he's, he's coming uh, Billy! back. Billy! Billy! Oh, he's come back. Sorry, Mr. Jacobs, I have to let you go. What? I... Billy, are you, are you going to be okay? Are you... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's just a kid. He's, but he's up to his usual tricks there. Look at him there, scratching at the couch. All right, I, I, I'm going to take matters into my own hands here. I think the only way to handle this is for me to open that basement door and to stab all those vampires through the heart with this here sharp wooden stake. Once I've done that, we can sew the bodies back up, put the right heads on the right torsos, and get this thing done. If that's what you think is best... Do it, Deborah. You've been, you've been handling this well this whole time. All right, I'll be back in about three minutes after I've done all of that. You talk to Billy and just make sure he's okay. It's time, by the way, that you have the talk with him. He understands about pubes and semen and whatnot, so I think it's time for Daddy to sit him down and give him the talk. You do that. I'll be back in about, now it's just about 45 seconds after I've killed all the vampires with the wooden stake and replaced the heads on the bodies. Okay, thank you, Tara. Go now. Billy, let me tell you about the birds and the bees. Hey, oh, oh, don't drift off on me now. You got to look at me. Uh, Keep looking at me, uh, son. Listen, there's going to be stuff that's coming out of your body that you might think is sticky and that you can put on just about anything. You can't, okay? That's your private, that's your private business. All right? I do that in my alone time. Well, that's good. That's good. But you can't be... I know that you helped us in this specific situation by putting it, uh, like gluing the pubes on there with your sticky stuff. It's called semen, by the way. I didn't use the glue. I used the man stuff. I I I know. I I know you semen them on. Son, I'm, and that's, oh God, I'm terrible at this. Son, listen, you can't be just sperming on things anymore, okay? Just like in a tissue or toilet. Is this like the time with the dog? It is. This might be worse. This might be worse, son. Honey, I'm back. Yeah, I, have, I have good news. Um, all of the uh, vampires have been killed, and I've replaced the heads on the proper bodies, and the pubes have been replaced. Now they're back on the, the genitalia, so that the man who hired us to do this will be very happy with the service tomorrow. All right, and I have some bad news over here. I oh, I, no. I might have made things worse for Billy. I I, I don't know. I, did you have the talk with him, honey? I, like I, we talked I around? I did, but I think it was more confusing than anything. I think I need the talk for my dad now. Oh, oh. I undid it for myself. Now I don't know what's happening. Bring bring. <laughs> uh, yes, hello, son. Oh, I dear. realized all those years ago. We never had the talk. Dad, you have no idea how perfect this is. Put, put him on speakerphone. I want to hear. All right. Here you go. Billy, you listen to this, too. Now, now one day, and it, th- these things skip a generation sometimes. One day, your son is going to develop some changes. 
Y- yeah. Wait, did he, you, you skipped me? Well, that happened. Might, that happened you might, tonight. You might grow some fangs. Well, yes, that happened this evening. Now you might also think that he might have been bitten by someone else. Well, he was. This might have caused. Was the the, the the father came by to apologize? Chances are he's the one that turned that kid. It's a reversal thing. It's just in our own family. It's very strange. Oh, God. That said, I got to tell you this. Yes. If if you kill anything that he turns into a vampire, it actually becomes immortal forever and will come back and haunt you and all of your relatives for the rest of time. So whatever you do, do not kill... Whatever he turns into uh, Empire, because it'll be so much worse for you. Couldn't you have called two and a half minutes ago and saved us this horror? Oh. Jeopardy was on. I was watching Saturday Night Live. I think you have call waiting. Oh, God. Sorry, Dad. I, I got to put you on hold here. That's all I had. I, I got to go now. Okay. Finish off Jeopardy then. Hello. Listen, I was watching the Instagram story where all my relatives got murdered again live on stream and I was happy that they were dead. But now they're all back as immortal beings with their heads sewn back on. This is worse than before. Well, that's my fault. Uh, It's my father-in-law. He has to wait till the last second to give us all the important information. Yeah, family. They can be a real pain in the ass, can't they? (laughs) <laughs> yes, if only you could get them all on a bus and murder them. What? What? What are what? you talking about? Hello? There's a bad connection. Honey, hang up. Okay. Uh, yep. Uh, whoo. Well, well I, I thought I'd solve this problem. It turns out I've only made it worse. Should we just dress these uh, vampires up, tell them to play dead, we'll give them 50 bucks each, and then we'll take the 50 grand? Oh, that's Hello? a good idea. Hello? Oh, they're back from the basement there. Uh, yes. We heard your offer. Yes. We like it. You like that one. 50 bucks each. That's four of you, 200 bucks total. You just play oh. dead for a bit. We'll dig you up after so that you're, you'll be back. You can do whatever you want once you're dug back up. We can work with this. Okay, good. And you've stopped live streaming on Instagram? But we're, we're trending now. <laughs> well, yeah, you you can't... Let him know about this, though, because then he's going to know the whole plan. So maybe just stop trending for a little bit. That's going to cost you more. F- another 50, extra 50, two, 250 total. So. Okay, yeah, we got it. We got this for sure. And then 6.30 came, and the family brought uh, all of the bodies to the funeral. All nice looking. Oh, even uh, Billy did the makeup. They were beautiful. So, Mr. Jacobs, what do you think? Well, I was worried there a few times, but you pulled it together and it really made my day. This is the happiest funeral I've ever been to. Hey, I couldn't have done it without my family here. Oh, thanks, honey. And I, I, I'm so happy to see all of these mourners come to celebrate the lives of the... Oh, my goodness. Look over there. I, is that is that Tom Hanks? Oh, I, well, I'm almost certain that it is. I'm a big fan. Hi. <laughs> Excuse me, Tom Hanks. Um, I, I'm the um, I'm the matron of this family, and um, 
my husband and I, we have a, <laughs> this is embarrassing. We have a list. <laughs> We're each allowed five people that if we run into them in the social environment, even though we're bound by the, the bonds of marriage and fidelity, we're allowed to um, <laughs> fuck them. So I don't know if, if Let me stop you there. And this was your, I'm on your husband's list? <laughs> yes, you're on both of our lists. Oh, well... You know what? I don't come to funerals often, but when I do, it's to hook up with families who want to have sex with me. Billy, wait here Daddy, with this family. I, my, my, the sun is making my skin feel burning. Just uh, go into a shadowy place, Billy. Okay. And there the three left, hand in hand, Tom Hanks, the father. Matron. And the matron. Spooked. Wow, that was a scary story. Yeah, it was terrifying. It was terrifying. I, you know what? I didn't believe in ghosts when we started this podcast, but I got to say, I'm convinced. Yeah, that's got yeah. to do it. <laughs> I'm converted for sure. Oh <laughs> uh, Well, let's uh, do some plugs. Yeah, anything to promote. Oh, well, we have this movie that uh, just dropped here in Canada that you could get yes. on iTunes uh, and VOD. It's called James versus his future self. Uh, right now, as of the, this taping of this podcast, it's a, uh, has a 100% tomato reading uh, rating on the Rotten Tomatoes website. That is uh, bonkers. That's huge. I didn't know anything about that, wow. that pod, that, that, that website. That's not a podcast at all. Um, <laughs> So check that out. Uh, you can get it on iTunes. And, 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 and for all of your American listeners, it'll be available uh, on uh, digital and VOD in the United States as of May 1st. I don't know when this podcast will be released to the public, but uh, uh, May 1st is probably coming up pretty soon. Coming up, right? yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, Jeremy, I assume it's the same plug. Yeah, same plug. <laughs> you got a podcast as well, though. I do have a podcast as well, uh, Black Hole Films. We are still uh, recording episodes in isolation. It's uh, it's uh, more or less the same uh, for the for the listener anyway. It's different for me because I'm not watching with people, but uh, we but it's the same idea. We're we're uh, watching a movie that they they or I or both of us have not seen, and then talking about it right after. Amazing. Nice. And we'll be tweeting all that stuff out at Spooked Podcast, as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com. You'll see a full profile on Jeremy and Jonas with direct links to their social medias. Spooked. Spooked. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks, guys. That was a lot of fun. That was uh, definitely weird. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 